Day buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. I'm one of your co-leaders, Chuck Jose. That's right. Season two. I'm gonna keep this, fir- this first and last name thing going wow. on, so that people know who I am. I, there's many Chucks out there, so I need to distinguish myself and make sure that they know that my last name is also a first name. Yeah, I need to differentiate and, you from all those pretenders out there. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. Was this the? I completely missed this conversation. If you're referencing something from last week's episode, yes, yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm one of your co-leaders of this show, and each week we take a brand new K-pop release and we just check it out and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to quickly introduce you to the other two co-leaders. He is. I guess across the bay, I didn't really come up with a fun pun again, yet again. I'm gonna try to like, you know, normalize this so that way. Uh, season two, season two is all about being more efficient, getting to the commentary, even though I'm rambling right now. But he is the one who won Squid Game. He <laughs> is continuing to keep that red aura going with his hair. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing, sir? Hello, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty stoked about things in general. So things are pretty good. Awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. I feel good. Lots of uh, work is crazy, as we like to always start our podcast. Uh, I, we always like to start that way. But, um, you know, it's a manageable amount of stress. We're getting closer to the holidays. I'm just excited to be drinking white peppermint mochas. Uh, from Starbucks and mm. whatnot. Not a sponsor, um, but hopefully. <laughs> and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. He is sad because he got snubbed from the best male artist <laughs> nominees. <laughs> it's Steven. How are you doing, sir? I, I yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, <laughs> I was I was just up late waiting to see what the uh, nominees would say, and <laughs> I wasn't there, but. <laughs> I'm doing okay now. Um, yeah, um, yeah, all good with me. Nothing. Uh, awesome. No, like I don't know, unusual tales to report. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that um, um, <sighs> underwhelming update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, had no, I, I had nothing. So it sounded like you were like leading on to like some amazing, like anecdote. But that's I think that's very representative of you. you you're, you're so captivating that you don't <laughs> even have to say anything. Okay, so it's the beginning of the month. It's November. This is… I'm going to try to start this thing where I announce, you know, the, the number of the podcast episode. You mm. know? Um, so I believe this is number 47 if, I, if I'm not mistaken. If you it's not, not I'm, I'm so sorry. 
Ooh, perfect. All right, this is episode number 47, and it is the beginning of November. So you know what that means. We did it at the beginning of October. We loved it so much, we're bringing it back for this episode. And it is our October Roundup episode. For these episodes, we try to capture the releases that may have been flown under the radar or, you know, we're big, but we didn't have time to talk about it. So this is going to be our opportunity to bring two songs each to uh, the table and we, uh, we just discuss what we think about them. But let's get to the most important part of the episode first. The part that we always look forward to. That's why we put it up at the front of the episode. It is Steven's specials. Steven, please take it away and let us know uh, what came out this week. All right. Thank you. So, yeah, we are in the first week of November. And this week, it's a really, I have a really interesting uh, set of specials for you guys. Um, I actually wrote a lot more than I thought I would, but uh, I'll try to get through them. I'm ready. <clears throat> we, I don't think we're, we've been, we've never done that in any manner for our show, but like, uh, <laughs> we will just start on Monday. A huge uh, comeback. Their first release since 2014. It's 2 a.m. They're back mm. with their mini album. It's called Ballad 21. Uh, FW, I'm assuming it's fall, winter. But yeah, the title tracks are Should Have Known and No Good in Goodbye. Uh, so this mini album, it's um, being released by Culture Depot and Stone Music Entertainment. However, the first two tracks on the mini album, um, which are the two title tracks, they were written by uh, Hitman Bang and JYP, respectively. So they're, uh, they, they cannot uh, escape those two, I guess. Um, <laughs> in the uh, credits, we'll find the member uh, Jinwoo uh, wrote uh, lyrics for Always Me. And both of the music videos for the title tracks star the actor and 2PM member Juno and the actress Kim Soyeon, who you might know from a lot of dramas, including While You Were Sleeping, Love Alarm, and Hey Ghost, Let's Fight, which also starred Taekyeon from 2PM. So that's pretty exciting. 2PM and 2AM come back in the same year. Uh, That's pretty cool. Go check that out. Um, I also like I did kind of just skip around the tracks and it's and from the mini album's title it's uh, they're all like ballads so uh, it is what you'd expect and uh, I'm looking forward to actually like listen listening to it in full Um, but same day we have a group that's new to me Um, they're called Cotton Candy and they are a five member girl group from Star Peace Entertainment uh, members' names are Jenna, Hyunji, Stella, L, and Che Ah. This song, White Day, was written by some people I also haven't really heard of. Avin, Minji, Slay, Chase, and Kim Jae-sung. And I have one more list of names um, because you might know the members better as Hani from EXID, Solbim from Laboom, Xy from WJSN, Green from Red Square, and the actress Han Solon, because this group Cotton Candy is a project group uh, for the upcoming K drama Idol the Coup, which I kind of think loosely mirrors uh, the EXID story. So, or I guess kind of from twenty 
14 on. So, and and are Hani they, is starring in the show. Are, are they playing themselves? They no, they're playing uh, a fictional girl group. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. And there is going to be a, a guy group as well that I forgot. I think they're called Mars in the show. Um, so maybe maybe there's like a candy theme there. But um, I think there's some other idols in the show. Candy. So, has that ever yeah. happened before where like a fake K-pop group just ends up becoming popular? Um, I, I don't know. There was another drama this year that yeah, had a, yes. another fake That's K-pop like group. AT's members and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But I don't. I don't know if they've gotten really super popular. Mm, um, okay. But uh, cool. so that was Monday. Uh, then on Tuesday, uh, I don't have much to say about this, but it's a, a single from a. Uh, it's from Leo from Vix. It's called "I'm Still Here." Um, it's his first release since 2019. He was dischar- discharged from the military in this year in, in September, and he has this new ballad, which he wrote with a songwriter named Kim Tae-ju. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. The, I think the only time we've really mentioned Vix really was in our live show from July. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, moving on to Wednesday. Uh, I mentioned this group very quickly, but La Boom is out with a mini album. It's called Blossom with the title track Kiss Kiss. <clears throat> there are or this is their third mini album, and it has, uh, or the the lineup is four members. Uh, so this is their first release following the departure of member Yu Jong in September. Um, and one other little change is that the member who was known as ZN changed her stage name to Jinye. Um, so the members Soyeon and Sobin they wrote lyrics and co-wrote some of the songs, <clears throat> and. We'll find that one of the tracks on this mini album was written by the same songwriters from uh, who wrote the Cotton Candy song, um, <laughs> but they were also joined on that song by uh, Swin Lee, who we I've mentioned a number of times before. Um, and lastly, on Friday, this one is pretty interesting, um, or I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, there's we have a solo debut from a singer named Adora. Um, it's called Make You Dance, and so. Adora <clears throat> was a former in-house producer at Big Hit. So you'll find her name in like a lot of BTS songs, uh, including Spring Day, uh, Euphoria, J-Hope's Chicken Noodle Soup. And, and she also did a lot of like backing vocals for these songs. Um, so now she's debuting as a soloist. And the song features Unha of the upcoming group Vivi's. And Anha, of course, is uh, formerly of G-Friend. So, yeah, a pretty exciting set of releases. Um, those are my specials of the week. Fantastic. Thanks, Stephen. I'm excited to choose one of them for our November yeah. catch-up in December. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the fun part. Uh, where we each take a turn and bring a song to the table. So last time we started with Alan Mark, then Steven, then Chuck, me. Um, but we're going <laughs> to shift it shift it up one. So Alan Mark's going to go to the back. Steven, you're up in the front. So Steven, let us know. I know you just did the specials, but you're going to yes. have to talk again. All right. 
No problem. Let us know what <clears throat> song you brought to the table. And I forget, did we have the song picker go first and then the other two? I forget what format we did. I think we mentioned why we chose the song. So we could do that. Okay. So I also have like think... two sentence bios for each one if you want Ooh. me to dig in. Love it. Like a, for a quick bite. Okay, so uh, the song picker does that and then the other two talks and then… Or is it you go first so that you can get all the good stuff out and then… I forget what we did. I mean, it doesn't matter. We'll go just talk. Steven. We'll talk okay. over each all other. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, so the first of the two songs… Um, well, I guess I should mention… Uh, I was thinking about how last week for my game, which in retrospect was… Uh, fantastic. Um, uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, include the the Greek letter pi. So to make up for that, I chose two groups that start with the letters chi. No, you. No, you did. You did. You did. You oh, did include pi. Oh, sigh, no, you pi. did. You include pi because of cherry. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, oh, it was P-Y-E. <laughs> That's why I was thinking of Lil Cherry's uh, Pie Gang. Anyway, um, <laughs> that did not <laughs> work. Okay. But, um, okay, I should have just not said anything. No, anyway, man, we should have corrected me. Uh, anyway, mid-season form today. The first song I'm bringing uh, is by Pink Fantasy it came out on Halloween. I only heard it on Monday, but I knew I had to uh, include it once I listened to it. It's called Tales of the Unusual. <clears throat> so that's the English title, but the Korean title is... <laughs> my favorite part of the song, the Korean title is... Kiki! <laughs> and I think my neighbors will be happy. That's the last few times I'll, I'll do that. Um, <clears throat> Wait, you've done it before? Oh, I, every time it comes on, I have to do okay. it. And I, I kept listening to it. So, <laughs> next October 31st, they'll hear it again. Um, but yeah, I when, when I, I just listened to it, I wasn't sure. Because I had some songs already picked out. But then I, this one, I, I, really, I really wanted to talk about it. Just because it was so fun. Um, just from the get-go, uh, in the first 30 seconds, you get, like, every single horror movie, like, cliche there is. Um, I, I was just tracking them. You have, like, a storm, or you have thunder, you have, a like, a bell ringing in the distances, a wolf howling, birds flapping, like, the music box kind of is sound. Then you have the, the maniacal laughter an ominous organ, then the creaking door, like, and even like the creepy sort of chanting vocals. And that's just like all packed into that segment before it gives you this, I don't know, this like funky, like kind of throwback synthy sound. It, and it, it, it's, I don't know, it was just so fun to listen to for a, like a Halloween track. Um, yeah, I want to just, before I even get to the chorus, which has like my favorite part, which I already did, um, there are certain things in in the verse that I that I really liked, like especially the the vocals, the way they were delivering, um, and the the vocal like the lyrics, because one of the lines was like, 
someone's inside my body. I, I felt like they were kind of seeing it emotionlessly or like robotically. And I feel like that led a lot towards this kind of horror movie, someone being controlled idea. Um, you heard these whispers in the back. And then you also got like the duplicated and pitched down voices, uh, which also were, kind of sounded like a little creepy. Um, yeah, so that that all is before we get to the chorus, which gives us that amazing, <laughs> like that voice in the back just saying, Kiki, quick, quick. I, I loved it so much. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I didn't know where to start with this song. Um, it was so obscure that I and ended up loving it as well. It was just so it it because I I wasn't I was not expecting first off this song to come from Stephen, mm-hmm. um, but secondly I was not expecting the type of song that I would be listening to. It it was just such, such a shock to me. Well, first off, the first time I heard the song was watching the music video. And the music video alone, which we'll get yeah. to later, was enough for me to be like, holy crap, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is so weird. And I had no idea that um, Pink Fantasy, uh, I, is, this is, I'm assuming their shtick, right? Where they do a lot of this um, very um, yeah dar- dark looking um like almost horror yeah, aesthetic. Of, yeah. 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 So um, I just thought it was like a Halloween. They just made a Halloween version of their song. But the more I listened to the song, I realized, oh no, this was a song targeted. It, it felt like it was targeted for Halloween with how cheesy the um, and simplistic the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the instrumentals are <laughs> for it. And that was why it made it so fun because it felt like, you know, you're. You're a royalty-free uh, Halloween track kind of sound where they just got like a random keyboard um, instruments and then played it. Um, I was getting, um, I was getting like the intro of music by uh, Madonna, like mm-hmm. the um, just how you know simplistic and um, with the whole like like that kind of sound. It just kind of reminded me. Of that song as well, but yeah, I I, I just like the uh, Stephen. If you could uh, imitate it again, oh man, <laughs> okay. you don't, you don't have to. You know, I was kidding. Okay. I was kidding. Uh, um, but it almost <laughs> that that sound made it perfectly Halloween to me because yeah. it, it reminded me of like uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, where mm-hmm. you have like this ominous, dark, narrating voice in the back going like. I, I I obviously don't know what that means, but it you could just say whatever you want in that tone, and it sounds creepy to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh. one one background note about this song, or is that it's sh- I think it's for like a webtoon. Apparently, there's like a long running. Oh, is it the one tune. where that the, where you're in the that girls in the park, and then like you're watching? Uh, no, I don't think it's that. It crawls up a tear. You mean GWSNs? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I would believe you if you told me that. It, it wasn't. It's not that one. But okay, it's okay. like a, just a longer running web tune that's on Never, I guess. Uh, okay. So I, and it shares the same name as the song. So I think it was like written mm. for it somehow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love it. Okay, Alan Mark, what what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, the first time I heard the song also was through the music video, so some of it are tied to that. Uh, especially since like a zombie version music video already, and I feel like we got a lot of that this year, where it's like a lot of performance style videos that's like zombie or horror themed. I'm like, dang, did. Uh, Dreamcatcher's zombie version of Boca from last year, like sort of set the, this tone that we now have a bunch of these every year. Um, so it's re- that was really fun to see. Um, but the song wise, I th- it was incredible choice, Stephen, because it is so interesting and like sort of like sort of different from what we're used to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, we've seen horror concepts like you met, like with the Vix uh, music video that I brought up during the live show. But I like how this is, I think, the first thing that I've heard in a while in K-pop that reminded me of, I think, the first horror concept that I remember seeing, like, listening and watching in K-pop. And that was back in 2011, uh, Sunny Hill, their song Midnight Um. Circus. Uh, Like, this gives me the same vibes because this creepiness horror style... It's also pretty, like, kind of playful, like that song is too. Uh, playing with the idea of, like, a, a horror cir- circus versus this, which is uh, just all of it together. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I, for one, am very happy I get to mention Sunny Hill in an episode here because <laughs> I don't know when that was going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, the song is so interesting. You already mentioned parts of it. Uh I particularly love the melody in the chorus because mm-hmm. it is the way that it just descends on like half steps and stuff. And it's it really pushes forward the the what I just mentioned, the creepiness, but the playfulness at the same time. It's like whatever like being is there that's gonna come mess you up is like playing, it's toying with you first mm-hmm. before you. It gets to that point. So, yeah, I think we're seeing a lot more of these like dark horror concepts and I'm all for it. I, I love it. I was also born in October, so I'm all about spooky <laughs> season. So, This is this song was, I mean, I can't wait to talk about the music video because you can't not talk about the music video for this song because it just goes hand in hand. Um, but one note I wanted to really quickly bring up before, if, before we move on is the fact that the intro it sounds like if you took the intro of uh, ice cream cake but made it super extra creepy, and that's all I could I couldn't mm. shake that from my yeah. head. Even though the intro to ice cream cake is already creepy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, what did, what else did you uh, like about the song? Um, just some other specific parts, like in in the second verse, they had that ticking clock under that was during the rap and I like that mm-hmm. I to me it made the rap seem like it was even like faster it was kind of quick but it kind of gave it the sense of I don't know or like time was running out um and then it there's this like frantic midsection of the verse before it goes back into like the the sound of the the first verse so I, I really like that um I really like the when in the in that second verse the the vocals or they sing the title of the song but they repeat like gee, 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 gue, 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 gue. but then there are also all these really creepy whispers like throughout the song uh in that part too i thought that was really effective really cool um 
and then in the bridge, uh, I, I I don't I didn't write down who was singing this part, but I think she was kind of like channeling, ch- uh, channeling like a sort of ch- childlike voice there, um, and I thought that was a great choice too. Um, yeah, and I think I'm just gonna look forward to this like every Halloween. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I, it will, if I, I'll try not to like listen to it too much. So it's just really <laughs> fun again when it comes back around. I mean, you can only listen to it in Halloween. I know. Yeah, like, it, yeah. It's, it's such a perfect Halloween song. So I mean, for me, I'm oh. just. Oh no! no I was to say for me for Halloween, I always look forward to T T. Oh, twice as T. Okay, so <laughs> got it. So I was just gonna mention because uh, Stephen was talking about the vocals. Uh, There's something I'm noticing more and more as I listen to it too. I think more it's more of a sound mixing thing too, with all the harmonies that happen. I, it's split between the the two ends mm-hmm. of uh, speaker too. So especially if you're hearing it in the headphones, no matter what, it's gonna sound like you're surrounded by these creepy voices. No matter what. So I thought that was really smart. Um, really smart mixing on on that on the producer side there. So, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you want to move on to the music video, guys? I mean, we've already sure. kind of yeah. alluded to a lot of things from it, but Stephen, I mean, in a nutshell, can you describe what we were, <laughs> what we watched? I mean, it, it is in the in the video. Title. It does say zombie version, as Alan Mark also mentioned. And I, that's really what we're getting here. It's a pretty simple, like, set. Pretty, like, it, they don't go anywhere else. It's just a performance video. But I thought the choreo was really good. Like, I, for some reason... Oh, it was so good. There, there was, so like, good. no... There was no, like, promotion for this. It just came out and... Perfect. It felt like uh, like a was a novelty song but then it would the choreo was amazing like the formations especially at the beginning and well they do the same pose at the beginning and the end uh but they move the members around a little bit um i i love the way the members on the floor were like swaying back and forth mm-hmm. and they're making these really interesting pictures and just like I, I I think of that one move in like the first verse where they have that kind of pyramid shape and mm-hmm. then they just like shift back and forth. It, it it looks creepy, but it's just so cool. Yeah. I yeah. I I just felt like I saw speaking of pictures, I, I just feel like I saw so many formations that I've never seen before. And I've seen a lot of group dances and formation. It just looks it was so original with the choreo. Um, going back to that pyramid you're talking about, just right before they did the sway with the pyramid, just that creepy like ca- like descending head turn as you go down the line and they all turn towards the camera. Oh, yeah, gosh, so creepy. There's just so many creepy contact lenses and just looks, and these people are so like fully committed to yeah. this mm-hmm. concept yep. and it's so amazing there's no weak link there's even like the anubis cat character ah yes uh, they so were good they yeah <laughs> so good i just uh i mean can we like to, can we talk about that i mean it's a very it's a move that we've seen a lot before in a lot of music videos but, and i'm assuming 
Pink Fantasy does it a lot because I'm looking at their Alice in Wonderland thumbnail and they, they are, they're also doing so, uh, a similar move. But the one where they're doing the Black Widow where they're like… Um, one leg is like mm. stretched out mm-hmm. and then the other one is uh, bent or you know… You know… You know uh, bending down or you know bending on the right leg. And then they do that little like kind of like kick sway yeah. or like the kick… Oh it's so good. Oh anyway. I've just… I'm choreo wise, choreo alone. This was just fantastic to just watch. So good. Yeah, I think the one, I mean, there's a whole lot of choreo stuff that really stands out as really impressive. Uh, I mean, Chuck, you mentioned a lot of it and Stephen did too, but the one that stuck out to me the most was like such a subtle one, but it's the one they referenced Pan's Labyrinth when they put the hands oh, yeah. over the eyes. Totally. Uh, and then even one of them had like makeup on their palms to represent eyes. So I'm like, oh, um, I thought that was like a really nice touch, like really driving home the the horror aspect of this. So, uh, yeah, I, I just I love references to stuff like that. So, I, I you, you love references to to movies. Wait, like just, uh, I was gonna I, uh, yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, the next song we talk about has a lot of references to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Well. Um, okay, what were we going to say? Yeah, I, I did want to mention that other part. I think it's in the bridge uh, when that one member is walking towards the, it, like in the middle of that uh, aisle that they make. And then the two members in the front, their eyes are just like locked on each other, but they're also mouthing or like lip syncing to the whispering. And that was really creepy, I thought. Mm-hmm. And then they look. Then they face the camera with these like wide grins that I, I it was really, really well done. Um, yeah, I really like that. Like I didn't even notice it at first until I rewatched it. And then you see their mouths moving. <laughs> so, so, so good. Like so subtle, but really, really well done. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to like temporarily live in this world and just watch <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of characters they are, but it just seems very alluring in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think some members they look to be a, at a more advanced stage of like decomposition. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, some of the the makeup was like inconsistent with like how much. Yeah, maybe that was on. It looked like it was on purpose. Like yeah. some of them, like the contacts and like a lot darker around the eyes that looked very purposeful versus the ones that are a lot less so, where it's like more so just like red streaking down on mm-hmm. the sides and stuff like that. But regardless, like the, the makeup was incredible on this. Yeah. Makeup and costume is really good. I think they made, I, oh, sorry. Uh, Yechan, she's the one with the, the shortest hair. Like, I think she. I I liked her look a lot in this one, um, with with all the the makeup and the lenses. All right, um, I think I think we're ready to move on, guys. I need to I need a little palate cleanser. Just <laughs> just watching the music video over and over again. It's gonna haunt my nightmares, especially the end of the video. I don't know who that is, but she's like in that in the very back, and then she's like holding the arm up, and then she does like the slow turn towards the camera again. Ugh. It's just so creepy, but hopefully we can we can do a little palate cleanser with my pick, my first pick for our October catch up, and I decided to choose 
a debut, a new group that came out at the very nick of time to make it to the October roundup. And I had no idea this group was going to debut at this date. I had no idea they had a pre-debut. So I was finding out a lot about them for the very first time when I was trying to figure out the songs. Um, But yeah, my song, my pick for this episode is a song called Bugaboo by the group of the same name, Bugaboo. Really quick, because it's a debut backstory. There are six members. They're from A-Team Entertainment. Uh, They debuted on October 25th. Uh, they, like I said, six members. Um, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing all these names correctly. Is it uh, Yun or Unche? E-U-N, Steven? It's probably like Un, Unche. Un, Unche, yeah. Unche. Yuna, which is close to Luna. <laughs> uh, Rain, Cyan, Zin, and Choyan, which is, I've already decided, is my bias. Oh. Uh, oh. Yes. But yeah, they are they they've been a pre-debut group for about I think 2 years now since 2019, um but they officially came out this month. And yeah, um I really Okay, so first off, it's it's a very prototypical girl crush group. So you can kind of get a sense of the kind of song you're going to be listening to. But I think the thing that captured me initially was the the trumpet at the beginning of the song. It, it just it the brass just immediately um, captivated me, and I I was like, okay, I'm in. I don't care what the song's gonna sound like. You already sold me on the brass. And then it, it starts off with this like very um, this very funky. Uh, it, the only way to describe it is like girl crush. So if you just just insert any of your favorite girl crush like their funky songs, you could probably find some similarities but you know i i was finding just a lot of enjoyment from this song it does feel a little formulaic because we've been doing a k-pop podcast i've heard a lot of these segments before like not the specific arrangements but you know the here's the part where the rise happens here's the part where it's all funky and jivey here's the part you know and then here's the chorus, which is like a you know just a explosion of fun with a catchy hook and everything. So very 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 good girl crush group and song, but um, I I even though I've heard this type of music before, I couldn't help but really enjoy um, really enjoy this group. And for like a debut song, it's already sounding like um, a masterful. Uh, or it sounds like they've mastered the genre already. Like something that takes groups maybe a couple of years to get into the flow of things. So if we're talking about like the new generation of Girl Crush, like this is this is what it feels like taking what's been popular and then I'm sure they're going to figure out their own spin as they go on. But it was a really, for me at least, a very, very solid um, debut. Uh, I have other parts of the song I would love to talk about, but Alan Mark... Uh, what did you think about Bugaboo by Bugaboo? And uh, were you getting a lot of <laughs> Destiny's Child vibes from it? Uh, definitely from the name. I don't know about much of anything else, but definitely <laughs> the name. Uh, yeah, every time I kept seeing the name like pop up on Twitter and stuff, I was like, a Bugaboo, a Bugaboo. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, so because I think because of that, because of the name, I was so curious and checked it out, checked out this debut. And of course, you know me and basslines. Like once I hear like a really mm-hmm. profound pa- bassline, then I'm gonna pay attention. And I ended up really liking this uh, 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 from the beginning, which is really nice uh, because I've mentioned my uh, history with debuts in general. So this was nice to have another debut that I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, and I think. Steven, you mentioned it in your specials that this was from the, you called it the PTT team. Yes. That's uh, yeah. Which makes sense because I didn't realize that they were under A-Team Entertainment and their CEO is Ryan Jun. So uh, makes a lot of sense that this sound they decided to go with is, I guess, more of a refined sound with uh, the arrangement and production. Uh, so it was really nice to hear to hear that. So. Um, but yeah, just like this song is so, it's, I don't know, like, yeah, Chuck, you said it's things we've heard for the most part in K-pop, but I think it's such a good version of it that it's so mm-hmm. captivating. And I really enjoy listening to it every time that it comes on, like preparing for this episode, just like hearing this over and over again. I didn't get tired of it. So, uh, yeah. They, uh, they really were able to create a new way to say bugaboo. Uh, like and now it's it's catchy enough that mm-hmm. I I will be thinking about both versions. Yeah. Actually, I'll be probably thinking about this more because it's more recent. But, um, but yeah, it's I, I I don't know. I just I just like it. But when we get to the music video, I'll mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll gush more. But yeah, but I mean yeah. yeah, that exact part that the bugaboo part. I think melodically was my favorite part of the song. Because of how it rises, I think that was like, I love how that sounds. And yeah, it gets stuck in my head a lot too. Um, but I think the one musical like part that really like stuck out to me was that like tempo change into the bridge. Uh, that was yeah. interesting because the, I looked it up, the whole like the main part of the song is like in 120. Uh, I didn't take the time to sort of research like if the tempo change is any, has any sort of relation to 120 or not. If it was half or anything, but I thought I thought it was really well done. And like it wasn't, it was a, it was jarring, but not in a way that's so off-putting. Where it's like, where where did we just go? What just happened? Like the same way that uh, um, Next Level did. So uh, but yeah, so I really enjoyed that the bridge a lot. I yeah, there was one thing about the bridge that. I caught, or like, I only caught the first, or uh, that I realized was in the rest of the song that I only like caught after hearing it in the bridge and then listening to the song again. It's at the end of the bridge where they do that, like they play that um, that sound from the the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's it's what they yeah. use for every like <clears throat> dual sound or like. Uh, when whenever the two guys like facing each other in the middle of the that western um town or that oh, small yeah, town the, yeah. The yeah yeah where they did that and then when i ha- played the song again like after just to listen to it again and like they just take that and then they they kind of just chop it up at, and sample it throughout the song and they use it in in like Every section, and I thought that was really, really cool. Um, that which I didn't realize um, until hearing it in the bridge. So that is part of what I, I really appreciated 
really appreciated about the song. Uh, and also that it, uh, I consider this another song that fulfills my uh, quarterly <laughs> prediction of <laughs> a, uh, you know, a popular trend of uh, Western themes. Um, <laughs> the last one was, of course, uh, Sticker. So uh, a great debut to uh, fulfill that. Um, yeah, the the song had some cool percussion too, a lot of claps and snaps, uh, cowbell. And then I had to look up the name of this instrument. It's the vibra slap. It's the one that makes that rattling sound. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and I all those things I think of like I don't know Western soundtracks. So uh, yeah, this was a really really strong debut. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else about the song <laughs> to talk about. Oh, if, if if there's one other note, I just in the bridge to I don't know who it was, but someone was did this really amazing run. And yes, I, I want to. I Still meant to names. look. Yeah, yeah. I, I I watched the their little performance video of it, and I forgot to like take note of who sang it, but. Uh, Whoever they are, it was it was really good. <laughs> okay, well, every good debut has a wonderful music video to accompany it, and this one absolutely had a very very vibrant music video. And if I were to describe it to you, who's never seen it before, think of your um, again. If the song is very reminiscent of a lot of girl crush groups, this video is reminiscent um, when it comes to the visualizations, um, the uh, some of the outfits. I mean, some of the outfits look like um, um, look like twice outfits to me, especially with like the the yellow uh, plaid uh, skirts and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it almost felt like it was a fun greatest hits of all of our favorite girl crush groups. Um, it was. Um, it, towards the end, you kind of get an idea of maybe the general theme of the music video, but the, at the very beginning, you're just you're just greeted to like very quick um, montages of like the all the girls in different outfits. Um, I mean, it starts off with these like they're carrying like amazing like badass like um, looking weapons. I think somebody has a whip. Uh, it looks like a a Nerf gun in the colors of Goku. Um, there's a there's a pink uh, croquet mallet similar to what was in my wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I don't know this this group is very very strong from like from the get go. Like they are iconic from. I, that's why I had to choose them. I was just like nobody should be this strong. For like a debut, even Espo is like, yeah, they're cool, but may- we'll see what happens. Like this one feels like this is like their third or fourth song that they put out. Like they've, it's very. I'm just excited to see um, the evolution, I guess, uh, of Girl Crush groups. Um, but yeah, I, I like I was alluding to in um, our discussion of <clears throat> Tales of the Unusual. There's a lot of movie references in this mm-hmm. <laughs> music video. Alan Mark, how many did you count? 
Oh, I didn't count. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, how many counting. did you notice then? Um, a decent amount. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. There was a lot though, but I particularly loved the Ghostbusters reference at the end. I think that yep. was probably my favorite. Really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot more, but uh, no, I didn't really do put a lot of effort into pointing it out. But I just liked it. I like those kinds of concepts generally. Yeah, there. This is um, again, coincidentally, another Halloween e episode because our uh, music video. Because um, I, I don't think I actually caught too many references. Um, maybe there were like slight nods here and there. Mm-hmm. There was clearly the it kid with the yellow raincoat and like the two red balloons. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I just enjoyed how. Because we love that bridge, the um, the part before the bridge, and I loved in the music video, it it went from like girl crush to I guess pink fantasy a little bit, or you know like weird, not obviously directly pink fantasy. I'm only referencing them because we talked about them, but uh, it's they they got creepy for a little bit, and I was like taken aback at that part because I was like, oh, oh okay, this is a lot creepier than I've normally seen with these types of groups. Mm-hmm. There's like a part where um, uh, Choyeon is like on a swing, and then like in a split second, very like Fight Club s. There's like this image of a bat that kind of just pops up. Just check it out if you can. It's just so creepy, and then it becomes. I don't even know if that that was related to the whole. Like if I don't know if they're trying to have some sort of lore going on, but it's just. It was just very cool to just see something so weird. Um, but yeah, there's just so much money behind this music video. I'm just like amazed. Um, Steven, what did you like about the music video? Yeah, I, I mean, I the only music movie reference I noted was the Ghostbusters one. And that's where I, when, that, when they were like shooting that thing, whatever it was, I, I it was hard for me because like, Obviously, my bias is always an armamenter, and a bunch of yes. them had guns, so no, I couldn't. I couldn't pick one. So, um, yeah, but I, yeah, as you said, like this has, it's like a really high quality video. And this is, if I was like in the group with this song and the video being my debut, I'd like feel really confident about mm-hmm. the future of my group, like that we have, like that there's a lot of investment in us, and this is. I'm sure, like, they must feel like really great about the the products that they that their company or and that they all put together. So I I like that how how strong and like how how, how quality like the song and the video were. Um, I guess other things that I just liked were the opening. It was it felt a little cinematic and the way the I don't know what you, if you, there's a term for it, but like the the black bars or it just opened up vertically mm-hmm. um that was really cool um the video starts with a different sound or it starts with like horses and then yeah like a cash register opening that also sound like i guess uh, a western movie um so yeah they worked a lot into that theme so i think if there's one thing they could have done more was like in the beginning suggest more about that like hologram cult that they were fighting <laughs> like they're at like because yeah. those guys they they just kind of appeared and I 
wasn't too clear <laughs> where they came from. But I didn't really mind or care about the story. Just maybe a, a, a clue that something like that was going to come in. Um, oh, and obviously, I loved that they had uh, some scenes on a train. So yep. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time, I feel. Uh, yeah. I think they have those Western theme and the train. That, I mean, will, will they? Of, uh, I don't know. They'll a bus. There was, a, a there was a bus. Um, lots of vehicles. Uh, yeah, a lot of cars. Yeah. A lot of lots like, of, yeah. Lots of modes of the frames of cars. Yeah. Or not not yeah. frames, but like the, yeah. the right. bodies of them. It's weird. You know how um, John Malkovich was in CL's song <laughs> yeah. uh, in, your, in the discussion last week? I wonder if this for this song, um, Matthew McConaughey will have there will be like a remix because there's I forget the member, but then in the song there's a I guess I'm assuming it's the rapper of the group. Uh, she goes, "All right, all right, all right." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could that... be it could be Matthew McConaughey in a Lincoln car. <laughs> Like with <laughs> with Bugaboo in the back with their plastic weapons and everything. I'll allow it if it's at the Austin FC stadium. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, right. Okay. The campaign to get Bugaboo to play halftime at a at Austin FC match. <laughs> if okay, LAFC well, can get P1 Harmony, Austin FC <laughs> can get uh, Bugaboo. I guess easily, easily. Um. But yeah, I, I I don't have too much more to say uh, except let's stay tuned. I guess let's see what else comes out. See if like this is like a, um, a an indication of what's to come, or you know. Um, but like Stephen was saying, it's very promising. So yeah. I mean, like I said, they're already looking iconic. Like I don't see again a weak link in this group. Like there's going to be stands all over the place for each of the members, and so yeah, I I. I don't doubt that they're um, going to be huge. Oh, I wonder. I, I want because uh, Ryan Jones, like the CEO, I almost think of them as in direct competition with Stacy because like mm. uh, Black Eyed Pilsung is their CEO, and like they both just have been have produced so many songs. It almost yeah. feels like they're starting their own companies, and they're going to just be at, like neck Ooh, and neck. What if all this the time. is like, yeah. and then Brave? With Brave Girls yeah, oh, that's back right. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if this is the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC battle? Maybe, Ooh. perhaps. I don't, I don't think I don't think we've ever had a girl group battle, right? It's always been like divas battling. Hmm. Okay. I mean, technically, Girl Generation and Wonder Girls was. was they oh, tried yeah. to You're right. Sell that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, also, just note they did debut on October 25th. Shout out. Um, but also, I forgot to mention Pink Fantasy debuted on October 24th, 2018. So happy oh, birthday to us. Wow. <laughs> wow. Happy birthday to everyone. Yeah. But including Alan Mark. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Alan Mark, he's got a round or he's got to finish this side ache. Conversation of these songs. So, yes, Alan Mark, what did you uh, what did you bring to the table? Yeah, so this one, uh, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. Honestly, like in October, when it came to new K-pop, all I listened to were uh, what we covered on our episodes and Seventeen's Attica. That's about it. And I was like, ah, I want to 
talk about someone that we haven't talked about. So I just went through a list, picked out things. I was like, this sounds interesting, and I don't know who they are. And one of them was from the soloist named Monica with a K. So not to be confused with uh, the one that also shares my birthday, uh, the singer Monica. <laughs> Monica shares your birthday? <laughs> yeah, she was born October 24th also. Um, wow. But this Monica uh, is a former member of the of the group Bad Kids. Uh, one of the original members when they debuted in 2014. And then she ultimately left in 2018 to go solo. Uh, now she's currently an independent artist. So yeah, I just happened to find it. And then when I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is by far like so different from pretty much anything we've covered on this podcast yet. And I really love it. Uh, so yeah, the song's called Silhouette. It's featuring another singer named Cursor. And yeah, it's uh, the moment I, I listened to it, I just gravitated towards it. It's so, oh God, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's like a ballad, but not the sense of ballads that we're used to on mm-hmm. this podcast because it's so like slow, like soft. The tones are very dark, but it's not like a dark concept or creepy concept. It's just a really like, I don't know. It's just this uh, like dark R&B style that um, I think just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's great. I like it a lot. Uh, the main thing, like the melody, I think was what captivated me from the beginning because the arrangement itself, there's not a lot going on in it, uh, which you know helped that the melody was just so strong and interesting to listen to um, that it really like caught my attention so quickly. Uh, I've mentioned I love songs where melodies sound like they're dancing up and down the staff of the sheet music. And this sort of has that vibe, um, especially throughout the the chorus and everything. So it's just an incredibly beautiful song. It's the the vocals aren't are really good on it. Not that so much that it's like impressive with range or uh, or uh, runs or anything like that. But it suits the song's vibe and aura really well. Um, but yeah, that's why I chose it, and that's why I like it. But I, I am curious to know what y'all think about it. Well, before um, any of us take it, I think it's it's only right that you take what the heck happened at the end of this song. Wait, uh, what do you mean by take? Hold on. And um, what happened at what happened at the oh very? Oh my god! Yes, of course, <laughs> I did write it down. This song also has a key change. Thank you which, very much. Like what a beautiful we, key change. We don't talk about it enough. And yeah, oh god, it's so good. It comes out of the bridge too. It was just like or mm-hmm. the, the breakdown or whatever. Yeah. And it just like immediately goes to key change. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. What? It's okay. Uh, sorry. I wanted you to take that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but Steven, uh this song was great. What what did yeah. uh what did you like about it? I, I really liked how like moody it was. I mm-hmm. think that's my first note. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> really moody. That's what I like. <laughs> everything worked towards that. Like the instruments, uh, like lots of long held instruments. The bass was just like all long notes. Like the the synth like pads they were playing. Those were also just like really long. Like the whole bar was just kind of a chord being held for a long time. And then we got 
more reverberating percussion, like the crashes and the snare, which felt kind of hollow to me. It, it, I think it all helped give that, that sense of like, or just really working towards building an atmosphere. It, it felt even a little like gloomy at times. I, I, if I mm, was had yeah. to think of like a color, it was a lot of like grays <laughs> and like it, it wasn't it, it. It kind of even like brought me down at times. I was like, oh yeah, I have to like listen to Bugaboo and then come back to this. <laughs> um, so I, I just really, I think it all it worked really well to, to build that, and it reminded me a little bit of. Uh, someone else who released some music in October, uh, Woods. Like mm, I remember his mm-hmm. one one of the songs we covered during, like in I don't know March or a, mm-hmm. way back when. It they that was like also really like moody and and delivered a specific kind of feeling. So I I really like this. Um, and I wanted I thought the a cursor had a really cool voice. Like yes, fantastic he, voice. Reminded me a bit of G Soul or Golden. Oh. Like mm-hmm. that that's who I was getting. Um Ooh. yeah. I have a specific person also that his voice reminded me of, and that is Perfume Genius. I thought oh. his voice emulated a lot of that. Uh and this song also could it sounds like it could have been like a perfume genius mm-hmm. song also a little bit. So I, I thought that was really cool too. That is such a foreign name to me. I'm gonna look it up after. <laughs> You wait. Oh yeah, you know Perfume Genius. I have no idea. Oh, I think you'd like Perfume Genius, Chuck. Oh, I, 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 mean, love, I really love I mean, this song. So yeah. okay, All right. I love uh, Perfume Genius. So sh- shoot, yeah. shoot me those uh, links. After, yeah, for sure. After for recording. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I just want to echo it again. Um, I I also wrote what a mood of this song. It was, it was so simple but like so effective in its execution, and it was just. Um, yeah, I like that note that you said about it being hollow, mm-hmm. Stephen. Because I was, I wrote a note about how the song title is so perfect for the type of mood that you're feeling. Like you almost feel like a shell of yourself, or you know, like a shadow, or like you're not your full self, um, just an, a cutout or outline or whatever. And that's like I was just feeling that uh, emotion all throughout the song, um, and um, just. You're, you were talking about the specific instruments. I loved how even though there was a crash, it was so soft of mm-hmm. a crash. Uh, usually those are like very like tinny and harsh in your ears. But I loved how everything was soft. It was mm-hmm. just ve- it was just very smooth. The entire song. And it just everything was balanced so beautifully uh, production wise. The no, no, nothing was overpowering. They just yeah. kind of all flowed together along the journey and it was so good. And um, I was getting notes of like Sade, mm-hmm. notes of like yes. Snow Allegra, like that's that, that yeah. was, those are my jams. And um, I very happy chose uh, Monica because <laughs> this, this was a very, very awesome find and it's so yeah. good. No, I'm, I'm happy I found it. Uh, yeah. I mean, same notes about the arrangement as well and how it sounds like hollow you mentioned the softness of it too like whatever effect or whatever they did to it that made it sound uh sort of like a little muffled or far away Mm. to me i thought that was a really 
interesting and smart touch to it because like if I had to describe it like physically, it sounds like how a shadow is sort of blurred on its edges. That's how Ooh, I would relate to it. Gaussian blur. Yeah, which uh, like which ties to how the song's called Silhouette. Shadow is essentially like a silhouette of like yourself totally. and stuff. But that's also like sort of the feeling you also have when like you are with like a someone like you're with someone that you're like hyper fixated on. So like the whole world seems around you seems to like blur and sort of disappear. And the only thing that you are paying attention to is the person that's in front of you. And I think that suits this song so well because this song is so intimate. And especially if you watch the music video, it's very like, that's the, I feel like that's the emotion that they're trying to strike within someone. Uh, whether it's, you know, uh, very a longing kind of feeling, mm. uh, um, a celebratory kind of feeling or a sad kind of feeling. Like, regardless, it gets like, it's super sad girl to sad boy vibes throughout um, but I thought they just completely succeeded with just establishing a mood that, I mean, Stephen, you mentioned it's a moody song. Like, yeah, and I feel like just everything about it, it succeeded, so. Awesome. Well, real quickly, let's uh, let's talk about the music video before we uh, take a break. And I, um, I don't think… For me, at least, there's too much to say about the music video except the fact that it really complements… The song, like you were saying, Alan Mark. Um, um, I, I'll just quickly note how like seductive it was in mm-hmm. a way, um, but also very melancholy um, with a lot of some of the movements that they or like a lot of the facials uh, they they were uh, expressing. Um, but uh, it was very simple. It was. It felt like it was this. It was just a very simple DSLR camera on like a fun stage. Um, but Alan Mark, I I, I kind of want to get a sense of like, what did you, uh, what else did you feel when you were watching these music videos? Or like what, what were some of the things that stood out to you uh, specifically, I guess? Yeah, I love in, how, And in relation to the song. Yeah, I, th- I love how it's so bare. It's very like, I mean, I don't know how much of a budget Monica was able to pull for this. Uh, but regardless, I like that it was very stripped down. And that the color palette is so clear. It's black, white, red. And that's all it really is. Um, and it, I don't know, just, it, I mean, I already said this word before. But it feels so intimate because it's just Monica and the dancer and then both of them together. Uh, it feels very solitary where it's just like this world is just those two and that's it. Um, which sort of ties back to the same like notes I had about the feeling of the song too. So yeah, I just, it's like perfect, especially for something that's a bit low budget. Uh, but I mean, most of the budget may have been just like Monica's outfit. I Like there's one, like the gloves particularly, I thought were so cool. Oh, so um, cool. Yeah, where like the sides of the finger were uh, were bare. I don't know if they mm-hmm. had like just a clear fabric over it or… If oh, it was really that bare? Was... I thought they were just like beige or, colored. Oh, it might have been beige colored too. Like it looked like… Yeah, I just… I mean, it just looked cool regardless. But, so. uh, either way, it was like yeah. your, your very classic yeah. uh, silky looking black like glove, I guess. I don't yeah. know how you call those things, but so cool. Yeah. Um. 
Was the guy, the shirtless guy, was that anybody? Was that Cursor? I don't that think was, so. I, I feel okay. like Cursor would have performed their lives. It's not no singing at all. Just weird contemporary movements. Um, yeah. But yeah, Stephen, um, I know we've got it. Again, it's a very simplistic video to go along with a very simplistic song. But is there anything else that um, spoke to you about the music video? I mean, I really liked the dancers, like his choreography and Mm -hmm. really like fluid. And I I thought that worked really well for the video. And like my main note, or aside from what you guys already mentioned, was about like, uh, it was like the outfits. And I also really like her hair in this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the outfits, I thought they were like super cool. Like of like a very cool person in Brooklyn who also… Spends a lot of time in Berlin for some reason. Like that's like the specific vibe I was getting. Oh, um, that's interesting because she's it. half German. Wait, she's really half German. Yeah, she's and half she German. was born in and she was born in New York. No, I'm kidding. Whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. I, you should I, be a genealogist. <laughs> have you ever thought about? Getting, uh, yeah, show that? me your outfits. And <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So yeah. Thank you guys for uh, bringing those. Um, let's call this. We should call this the potluck, where we just bring our own oh, dishes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just oh, I like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks Let's, for bringing those those first dishes to the potluck, oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring two main courses, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why do so, we have six courses for three people? Uh, it's just like any Filipino party. Yeah, that's yeah right. you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm gonna choose a really bare minimum song, which is like the drinks, yeah, <laughs> like the soda of the party. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break to catch our breath from all this eating. Um, um, so this would be a great time to go to the bathroom and uh, prep yourself for the second course. What's the <laughs> the, <bathroom>? the other <laughs> course? <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, well, when we come back, we will have a fun game brought to you by Alan Mark, and we will talk about the uh, the other three dishes. So stick around. Uh, we'll see you on the B side. All right, welcome back to the B side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Alan Mark. So take it away, good sir. Yes. So uh, it is uh, today as a recording. Yeah, well, it's early November, so that means we just passed uh, the spookiest time of the year. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, <laughs> one of my coworkers gave uh, my office a. Um, uh Pendo Muertos was a really nice oh that's oh, awesome that really cool yeah um anyway uh nice. Ooh, spooky um, yes yeah, so it's spooky season so uh and I was like ah, am I really gonna especially with all these songs we had am I really gonna keep doing the music uh, not the music the food theme for all of my games I hope not. uh yes I am so oh, this God. one <laughs> so this week uh how you can eat presents 
Oh no, I'm not in the right window. A quick treat. Ooh. <laughs> so instead of oh, quick buy, it's a quick okay. treat. No tricks, just treats. So uh, the explainer is really quick. So similar to the quick scoop episode I did for the Tomorrow by Together episode, I'm going to play a short clip of, from a song and you'll have to guess what the song is out of the given choices. Yes, there is a theme. Good luck. It is Halloween theme, so I'm sure you could assume what that theme is. Uh, yeah, since, uh, yeah, what do you, what do we all like to get? What treats do we all like to get at Halloween? It's candy. Oh, <laughs> and, and key. Um, so yeah, so, uh, oh God, it's be 10 total songs. Oh, uh, oh, I better yeah, get that so third gonna, one, right? I'm going to listen. I'll listen them out real quick before we start. So the song oh. options are candy by Baekhyun. Candy by Grayish, <laughs> Candy a... by HOT, a... Candy okay. by Red Velvet, Candy by Unity, Candy So Good by The Rose, Hot Candy by Hot Issue, <laughs> Lemon Candy by Pink Fantasy, oh, who no. we talked about earlier, <clears throat> Sour Candy by Lady Gaga featuring Blackpink, and Sour Candy by Woods. So... <sighs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so try your best. I think some of these are going to be pretty easy. Uh, yeah. So, but I think pr- it'll progressively get harder. So, <laughs> all right. So, should y'all ready? We, um, should we just give you the artist? Or the uh, should we give you the uh, song title? <laughs> give the whole, th- no, the artist is fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they're all five second clips. So, they're quite short. Uh, just do your best and I'll uh, play them. one yes, question per song like yeah yeah it, okay. each song okay. only shows up once so and then 10 songs 10 will you songs. list out the song titles or do we have to write them down right now uh like will you have it on screen as we... it's on the screen for all of them gotcha so. okay cool yeah all right all right you're ready i'm ready i'll play these twice yes. at least okay so twice. all right ready That was song one. I'm pretty sure y'all know this one already, but I want to play it again because it's pleasant. (laughs) Gangnam Style. Cool. All right. That's song number one. uh, Song is Candy. (laughs) Song two. Song two. Uh, (laughs) Let's go. The pictures I have in here have nothing to do with the songs, by the way. (laughs) Song two. I don't know, but I love that song already. That's cool. <sighs> yep, that was song two. Ready to okay. move along? Yes, sure. I guess. I need to listen to the other songs. <laughs> All right, song three. God, I hope I remember what these are. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I've heard that song. Uh. Wow. Okay, I guess. All right, that was song three. 
Song four. <laughs> These pictures, I forgot. I honestly forgot which ones I chose. Um, song four. Start again. They're writing so diligently. Okay. All right. Song five. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Forgot to adjust the audio, the volume. Uh, <laughs> again. Was five seconds too short? <laughs> um, well, well, it would be it easier if uh, <laughs> it was longer, I guess. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> I figured some of them would be too easy. It's uh, all right. Let's move on to song six. I feel like this word starts to get a bit harder if you don't already know. Once again, okay, I'm gonna write down baby just for now. <laughs> oh, all right, song seven. This is okay, I think I know. Song eight. <laughs> wow. Okay. Song nine. Wait for you to finish writing. I'm good. All right. Song nine. One more. Yep. That was song nine. <laughs> okay. And then song 10. <laughs> Sorry. I I forgot to put the picture of, uh, of <laughs> Jungwoo and Taeyong. Oh, wait. What oh. is that? <laughs> okay, that I guess sounds have old. To be... <laughs> yeah. No, that's not, it's not visual K. I'll say that. It's not visual. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, are there any that you want to hear again? Uh <laughs> can you do five? I need right. number three. Yeah, three All is right, good. Three too. and five. 
All right, three. I didn't think of a tiebreaker. I'll figure that out later. I think you're okay. Yeah, I think you're okay. <laughs> All right. And then song five. Okay. Who could that be? Assuming a lot of these are going to be just pure guesses, so I'm excited to see. Yeah, would you? I think we can hear which all one of them. The song. <laughs> all of them. Okay, I'll, I'll go one more round okay, for each. Okay, I just want to. Okay, because I feel like I missed. Okay, yeah. All right. Quick run through. Song yes, one. Hit me. Yeah, I think y'all got that one. Song two. Took so much power in me not to sing along just right there. Uh, song three. Mm -hmm. Song four. Uh. <laughs> song five. <laughs> Song six. Seven. Eight. That one might be the hardest one, actually. Uh, song nine. Wow. And then the last song. Yep. <laughs> I think they answered everything. Uh, okay. All right. While y'all <clears throat> figure out how your answers are going to go and send me your responses. I'm just going to play this little interlude. <laughs> yes. For listeners, I guess I'm just, as an interlude, I'm playing <laughs> Sua's solo performance from the, the Dreamcatcher. Uh, um, the concert they had for Halloween. So, so yes, we'll go through each one, and you'll find out as you go how you did. So, song <laughs> one. Hit me. Okay. Song Volume two. Was a bit loud on that one. Oh yeah. Sorry, I do need to bump that down. All right. Song two. It's Baekhyun. 
Oh no. <laughs> okay. Candy. Here we go. Here we go. Song three was Lady Gaga. Friends, so yeah, it's a Lady Gaga Black Prank collab. So I got this one wrong. What? No, you got that one right. Oh no, I mean, I was going my other questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. And then uh, number four. Red Velvet from their ice cream oh, cake album. God. Yep. <laughs> Got that. All right, song five. They both did well on this one as well. It's Woods from his recent album. Song six. That one is hot issue. Okay. Song seven. This one, I realize this one is a little bit easy because there's one band we listen <laughs> That is the Rose. Um, that song sounds great. So uh song eight is this one, this one is from Unity, that, uh, <laughs> that sort of uh, super group, I guess, of idols from a bunch of different groups. Then song nine. Wow. wow. That one is Cake Fantasy with Lemon Candy. And then lastly, song 10, which was this little thing. From so, Steven, you got five out of ten. Chuck was a perfect ten. Chuck got all <laughs> ten right. Wow. Wow. Chuck, you got all That's ten amazing. right. <laughs> I just kept putting stars and I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so congratulations, Chuck. You won this round of oh quick gosh. treats. Your treat is that uh we have a three-way tie. So <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 Ooh, all right. Um well thank you for playing. Wow. <laughs> I was okay just really quickly we don't have too much time to divulge in our choices but uh I was very not confident with eight nine eight nine two and six everything else was good though mm. eight, nine, two, uh, and six. yeah a lot I was not confident about <laughs> <laughs> I was just so fortunate that I, you chose songs that I've heard. <laughs> I was surprised that I've heard a lot more of these songs, meaning oh, just maybe four of the songs. Four of them? <laughs> yeah. But then I, I was like, that's not the Rose. That sounds like a band. So I'm going to pick seven for that one. And then I was like, grayish? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was the grayish song. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's got to be this weird song. 
when I found out that Grayish had a song called Candy, I knew <laughs> I mean <laughs> I needed to. So worked out. Okay. Um wow. nice. I mean, I don't even know how to I mean process. <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. So we realized that my forte is not recognizing people, but <laughs> recognizing songs. So mm-hmm. I will never remember who's in a group unless I like drill it into my brain 10 minutes before we record this conversation. Oh, I bought Cloud9, guys. <laughs> wow. What a what a what a domination. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry, Steven. I did it's the same right. thing to Alan Mark and then I did it to you as well. But I did it way worse. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, I'll start. I'll stop oh, gloating. I'll stop gloating. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, do, uh, let's do what we should be doing for somebody who has lost so horribly. <laughs> let's have him start our conversation for, uh, for side B. So, Steven, um, I'm very excited to talk about the next issue brought to the table. So why don't you give us a, a fun intro about them? Sure. So the next song I brought is by a group that debuted this year. Um, they are called Pixie. And I brought their song Moonlight. Um, they're a six-member group from All Arts Entertainment. Uh, and they debuted in February with the song With My Wings. And the song Moonlight is from... Their mini album, Fairy Forest Temptation. Um, their first mini album was called uh, Fairy Forest uh, something else. But I guess like what a lot of groups are doing these days is, you know, releasing uh, something, kind of a series of mini albums. So Pixie has done that as well. Um, I actually didn't really know much about, I didn't really listen to them uh, when they debuted and I only kind of got into them as I was trying to pick songs for today. Um, and then I heard this song and that it, it was a, like a, a real standout from that mini album. I, I mean, it's just a really, really solid like B-side. Uh, it, you know, it sounds a lot like this one song that came out a few years ago. Um, but despite sounding or having such a similar sound, I, I guess... You could say I I feel it still, and um, <laughs> <laughs> like when it opened, that's kind of the the, the feeling I was getting um, the, with the the bass and then uh, the the vocals and the drums kicking in. It, it was really kind of like it was, it was also really funky, uh, but just sounded really slick and, and polished. Um, yeah, it. it there's a lot about it that I like with instruments. Uh, like they use a synth bass, um, but then they also just have like uh, a lot of just like the bass and percussion moments. Um, yeah, so there's some guitar in there that's cool. Uh, some great strums and fills with the, the guitar. Uh, so I don't know, just a really solid groove to this. This is a very very good song choice as well steven it mm-hmm. was so so good that i think the three of us wanted to choose it for our <laughs> our pick or maybe uh alamark wanted to do another pixie song if i recall correctly but i wanted i had this oh. as my choice and then i swapped it once you uh claimed it so mm. um 
I chose nothing instead. So mm. that was cool. So you, you <laughs> <Sorry>. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I mean, everything you said, exactly what I think. This is a great song. It's it was it's so polished. It's it's such a fun. It a little it has a little darkness to it, but it's a really good funky like new disco song, and it's just a lot of a lot of fun from beginning to end. It has a great groove, like you were mentioning, and um, yeah, I just liked how the song just kept the party going. There wasn't really any breaks to like have to like take you back so you come back in. It's just one long fun ride the whole way through, and so I really appreciated that. Um, Alan Mark, what did you think? Yeah, so yeah, you mentioned uh, I did mention I did want to choose a Pixie song. Uh, actually, my choice would have been Bewitched, actually, mm-hmm. which okay. I think is also super uh, really interesting. We should have just done song. a spooky October round, <laughs> yeah, of the spookiest songs <laughs> yeah. next, for next year, yeah. But also, at that, I didn't know that the Pink Fantasy song also existed, so I feel like that <laughs> fit, that already filled in the, the spooky song for this episode. So, um, but yeah, I bet Moonlight also was a, was a really great song. Um, yeah, it's just so infectious, I feel. Uh, like, it's really well built, I feel. Like, the build-up into the chorus, uh, which leads to first the subdued first half of that chorus was really nice. But then the second half really, like, explodes into, like, this full, so full of energy. Uh, that was really well-crafted, I feel. Uh, it was really, I just really liked the song and listening to it so much. Um, and one thing that I think is a great advantage of uh, K-pop in general, K-pop groups, is uh, when the individuals in the group have such different vocal like textures and timbres to their voices that it uh, it makes us, it keeps the song like stay interesting too as they switch members back and forth in the in the melody. So I love how like some of the members I don't know their names yet, but I will learn because this album uh, was impressive for me. Uh, like some have like dark, like lower smokier tones mm. versus like the lighter tones that you're probably more used to hearing in K-pop anyway. So that was a really nice contrast. A couple members who I wrote down because of their voices, uh, I think that smokier tone, I think her name's Satbyul and she, uh, she yeah. starts off verse two. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I really liked her voice there. And then in uh, the first verse... Dia, I like her voice. It's a little breathier, or like she does a slight breathy like delivery there, uh, which I really liked. And a lot of the song, it's not really sung loudly. It's just kind of kind of level. It's very calm and cool, yeah. and I really mm-hmm. liked the way they did that. Except, I mean, in the bridge, then we had that like really powerful, like mm-hmm. that just amazing high note. And the way uh, I didn't get who sang that either, but like she came in kind of like in the middle of that line. It, like sometimes when we get those really powerful high notes, they'll get the whole, they'll just get the whole line and then sing it, or they'll just be in the back. But she got like the. It was interesting that she f- kind of finished that line, and it was at the same volume I think as whoever started it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. It, she hit that really high note, and then into the last chorus, they dropped. They took out the drums in the beginning, as a lot of songs do these days. Yeah, but it still worked. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, vocally yeah. too. I think the last chorus, there are so many really good background runs that were like really, really good. And I think like, I didn't know much about this group, but I didn't know like how like they have such oh, yeah. like vocally strong members like that. So it was nice hearing that, especially in a song like this. I like sort of, I love hearing that like background run. Uh, like, uh, uh, what's it? Well, I'm missing the word, but uh, mm. um, desk can stuff. So that was really fun. Um, I don't know if, or I don't remember if you guys mentioned it already, but uh, for me, I really enjoyed the the layering of this song. It, there's just a lot of elements mm-hmm. to it that just float seamlessly together. And um, one specific part that I wanted to point out, which I only caught after changing into my AirPods, um, was uh, during the chorus when they're saying like the, that's the moonlight, like that part. There's this weird, like crunchy, distorted oh, yeah. sound in the mm. back of the ears. Yeah. And it's just like, I caught it after the subsequent listens. And I was like, that's so cool. Like it just, just the um, the things you catch um, after you keep listening to it for a while. It was just, it's really, it's really fun just to have all these surprises um, uh, mm. in this song. Because I, I think… Um, uh, do, Steven, do you know the? Is there like a concept to Pixie? Like, are they? Uh, I'm um, not sure. Or is this just like a one-off type song? Because it seems like this is a very like um, electro, like you know, it's still disco funky, but like there's a sort of electroness to it. Um, I mean, especially at the end of the song when it, it starts incorporating oh, yeah. a lot of like chip tune uh, type instruments, um, and not not to mention the music video, which. Uh, we can briefly uh, go over, but um, but yeah, I I really I really like this song as far as like a new disco goes. It was just it wasn't um, it wasn't aggressively new disco. It was just just like the silhouette song. It was just very subtle and enough for me to just add it to my bre- repertoire of like great um, funky disco uh, K-pop. I just have one last note about the Do chorus. It. The way the way the choruses end with that with the last moonlight where it goes the same moon, then we'll pause, and then there's that harmony on light. It, oh. I thought that was a really nice way to like go from the chorus into the next section. Like specific, yeah. I, I really like especially just after the first chorus into the second verse. That mm-hmm. was uh, it was so cool and a nice like. It wasn't. I know I didn't expect something like that, but it was really. I really liked it. Awesome. Okay. Well, Stephen, uh, th- there is a music video for this song, um, but I don't know if I would call it a music video. It almost feel, feels like a fan video. Um, I don't know who made it, uh, but it's official. It's the official mm-hmm. music video. But uh, what did? Just some quick thoughts about it. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I again. I, I'm not too familiar with Pixie. I've heard them, but not seen them so much or perform you know mm-hmm. um yeah so what what was this what was going on in this video i i guess i was just appreciating that this song got one if we're not being mm-hmm. like the lead single off of the, yeah. the album i i was glad that this song got one uh and i but i like they use a, a bunch of different animation styles and like different kinds of art like a lot of comic book type art and then more uh, like video game 
uh, pixely art. And then especially at the end, I love that oh, little yeah. outro. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah, I didn't really follow along to the the story yeah, of it, but it, it looked like a lot of those videos of like driving at night that like fa- kind of just fan made type videos. So I mean, it, it was cool, but uh, yeah, I like that dog. Uh, image that like it was spinning at one point mm-hmm. just a lot of little things in the back some uh shout outs to their fans as well i think they said winksy somewhere um cool. so that was cool uh, yeah i wrote down that it was a really beautiful flash animation <laughs> flash, oh, flash man. Still oh boy yeah. hey no flash animation is very good once you do it well but it definitely had movements yeah. that were reminiscent of like web animations um but like you said, Stephen, I love me a good video game ending. And there was a lot. There was a. There was more. There was like a chip tuny version of the song mm-hmm. at the end of the video, mm-hmm. so that was cool. And uh, Alan Mark, uh, I, I, I mean, it was cool. It was a cyberpunky type uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you liked about the music video um, uh, aside from it being looking good? <laughs> no, I actually didn't watch it. So <laughs> okay, good. All right, it's okay. perfect. It's okay. I only watched. Uh, before uh, I started talking to Steven on our pre-show. So, <laughs> so it works out. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, song Song's great. Cool that there was a music video as well. Okay. Um, now it's my turn to bring my dish. And um, like I said, I was going to choose Pixie, but I chose another song instead. And this song is entitled Nothing by Lee Jin-yuk. And he is a member of Uptension. Who, so he debuted with them in 2015. Um, but he started dabbling in a lot of solo stuff. Um, so much so that he went on uh, Produce. Uh, he went on the fourth season of Produce 101. I think it was called Produce X, X 101. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he got 11th place. So, yeah. you know. Well, that's a little tricky because like technically… Yeah. There was 11 people that ended up being in yeah. X1. Uh, but like the last spot was decided amongst like… They were choosing between, amongst four people. And he was like consistently high. But yeah. they ended up not choosing him. and went with someone else. So yeah. I guess it's like 11th place, I guess. Yeah. But um, regardless, he, uh, he took it in stride. And he just… I don't know. He… He kind of blew up from there, I think, uh, from that moment on. And so he's been releasing a lot of solo stuff. And so he released, he recently released uh, an EP entitled Control V. And this song of mine, Nothing, is from that EP. So, uh, what is not to love about this song from, from my standpoint? It's everything I love about a good K pop song. It's got, from the very beginning, it hits you with this fantastic brass. Um, how, how do you describe? It? It's like a. Um, I mean, sorry. It's the it's the guitar at the beginning, um, but then it it starts adding on so many more elements, and I think that's what I like the most about this song is that it it slowly brings you into it. Um, you don't know what you're expecting initially. Um, but as it keeps layering on, it becomes this really great, um, you know, vibe, so to speak. 
uh, I, I was count or I listed out a guitar, um, a xylophone, some violin, and then that we we have to mention the saxophone as well. It's just it was just a fun arrangement of instruments, and then I. I I was I was pretty much content with the beat that they had created for the song, and then I got to ac- the actual flow, the actual verses, because I again I'm not too familiar with Jin Yook's solo career. I'm maybe more familiar with Uptension, if you could say that. But mm-hmm. um, I really like his flow. He changed it up so many times, and it's it's like a it's it's it was reminding me of I forget who was doing it um, in the change up um, uh, music or in the change up song, um, but uh, it, it was very reminiscent of that person's mm. flow. I got a who was who was doing Escoops? that part? I, it might have been Escoops. Escoops, it's either Escoops yeah. or Hoshi. They're the one. Yeah, yeah, that's that what song. I was. I don't know if it was. Yeah, but but this song was giving me a lot of that same feelings I had when I listened to Change Up. It, it's just very bouncy and like vibey and it's just a good time. And it's just, um, it's just, it's great how it just builds up to this like climactic chorus where it's just like, it explodes and everyone just has a, a good time. Um, but yeah, I I very much like this song. Um, Steven, what did you think? Well, I mean… Had I heard this, I would have texted you guys that I was upset. I'm not going to pick this, even though. It, but I really like this because it does start with. Uh, I I did love the guitar tone on this, nice and clean, and just some reverb on it. Like that to start off was really really nice. Um, I think all all the instruments you mentioned, I I liked a lot, but I I really liked. The pre-chorus section where oh, like the beat drops out and it just feels slow and like it kind of it just like takes you to a different mood and mm-hmm. like you hear his voice kind of in the distance and like just it, it it's a really nice change of pace for the song and then it brings you back to that more energetic chorus. Um, so I, I I looked forward to that every time it came. Um, but yeah, so many things to listen to in, in the song that kept it really interesting. Uh, a lot of like the harmonies, especially in that pre-chorus, were really nice. Um, but I, I also just really liked the bridge where they mm-hmm. alter the voices. like, um, And then they used kind of like these more plucky synths that with a section that sounds like they're using like a pitch bend thing Mm -hmm. um and then in that section too because throughout the song you heard more of the like string um like a violin plucking sound i liked how in the bridge they were there it was more like the bow or playing a violin with a bow and then um they they played those strings again in the last chorus. So, uh, really, I really like the song. It's the it was like it made you feel good too. So like mm-hmm. just a nice, like very pleasant song. You were talking about the pre-chorus. Um, uh, that's one of my also favorite moments because of him saying like, he's like, "Remember, I hate you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just such mm-hmm. a funny line. I don't know. Uh, but Alan Mark, uh, 
Were you vibing with this song as well? Oh, absolutely. This song is just so cool. I think if there's any song that's cool, it's this one. It's I, I love… It's such a busy arrangement. And yeah. I feel like it would be too much normally. But I like how it all intertwines and intermingles with each other. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I particularly noted like the… The post chorus had like the trumpet, which sort of gave me a little bit mm-hmm. of like brass tracks vibes. So mm-hmm. um, that was really fun. Uh, I think the only note thing though, because the arrangement is like, it's, it builds up so much so quickly in the first half. And I think this one, maybe it's a mixing thing, but I like forget that the first half of the song has vocals on it. Because <laughs> I feel like all I <laughs> yeah. hear is instrumental. And then yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's not until like halfway through the song where I'm like, oh, there's there's a... There's Jin Hyuk. <laughs> so, um, and then that's where his, like, I think his flow is a lot more impressive too, where I think I notice it more. I don't know if it's just like mixed louder mm. or. No, no, I got that too. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but still, like, regardless of that, uh, the arrangement is just so fun to listen to. And I, like, I enjoy, I enjoyed every, when this came up in the mini playlist I have for these six songs, I enjoyed every time <laughs> it came up. So, yeah. What was I going to say about, you, you you brought up something and I just completely forgot about it, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I. Oh my god! I it was so it's gonna be so good, guys. The note I was gonna bring up. Oh. I just got so. Oh, no. I, I, just, I was just like, wait! I gotta hear this first part to see what Alan Mark's talking about. That's okay. It's okay. We'll we'll just talk about it later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Oh, I remembered. I just remembered. Can you believe that this is the last song on the EP? It's not oh, even yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the last Isn't that song. Crazy. This is the closer. Yeah. That is wow. I know. It's not even like a ballad. It's just like they just he just ends it with a bang like that. So it's just um. like it's crazy that it's not up there because I would have put it up, but mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, this isn't even like his main single from his album. I think "Work Worker" or something like that oh, yeah. is the the lead single. But that song's great too. So, oh, it's, it's anyway. I I I just very. I was cycling through the EP and I was like, I think I like this the most. But, um, yeah. Okay, we're gonna round it out with our last dish of the potluck. It's with Alan Mark and. Please, good sir, introduce us to your dish. Uh, gladly, because this one uh, was an easy choice for me. Uh, the the first song that we mentioned from me, like I was sort of like racking my brain, like which one should I choose? Uh, I was very close to choosing another song, but um, I was able to get more background information on, on Monica than the other artist, which was, oh. I'll just mention it. I almost chose FKA Shadow and this song Arms. Which I have I know nothing about them, but that song is great. Check that one out. Uh, but for this one, I wanted to choose. I chose a song from Hoodie. I specifically chose the single D Day featuring Geary Boy because Hoodie is one of my favorite like soloists in Korean music, like up there with Zanti, Hotfeld, Crush, and Bekirin, and then Hoodie. Like that's sort of my five that. I really love as soloists. Um, yeah, so... But she's also an artist that I don't know... 
unless we really wanted to. I don't know if we'd like dedicate a full episode to a hoodie release unless it's something that we just really wanted to mm-hmm. do, which might happen still. But just in case it doesn't, I wanted to choose a hoodie song this time. Uh, I absolutely adore her voice. Uh, I think, um, yeah, so I was glad to get to talk about this, uh, especially. So a little background on Hoodie, in case we don't get to talk about her. But she's R&B singer, signed under AOMG. Uh, started her career in 2013, part of an underground female hip-hop crew called Amaret. Uh, but then 2015, she became the first female artist to be signed by AOMG. And it took them way too long to sign another one. What's going on, Jay Park? Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, she released the EP... Uh, D uh, with the lead single D Day, and it's just a really great, like light, bouncy R and B bop. Uh, it's uh, in contrast to Silhouette, which is sad girl, <laughs> sad boy vibes. This one's very much like lighthearted, feel good, everything's gonna be great kind of vibes. So yeah, um, and I think this is our first. Cha Cha Malone song that we're talking about, so that's really exciting. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Produced by Cha Cha Malone, you know Cha Cha Malone with any song that starts off with "I need a Cha Cha B Boy." So, yep. Yeah, that that tag has almost like become a sign of like quality to me. Like when I hear mm-hmm. it, I like I know this song is gonna be good, or like I'm gonna like the beat at least. Like, yeah. So and. I mean, yeah, the, uh, this song, I I really loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, every hoodie song I've listened to, I've liked. But, like, I, I just don't, like, listen to her regularly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, she just comes up. Um, but something on, on this song, like, her voice just sounds like a hug on this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh, like, her voice so is so comforting. comforting. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh yeah. Um yeah, so like the the whole song felt warm and I like I think even the rhythm of the the keys in the verse it had this like kind of tropical sounding rhythm. They were I I think they were kind of quiet, but uh they still added a really nice laid back feeling to the song. Um yeah, and then uh, I think a few of the different instruments would like, like in the pre-chorus, they would kind of swell and then recede almost like waves along the shore. And then... Mm, yeah, uh, that's a great way to describe it. The, yeah. the little like pulsating ones. Yeah, yeah. Like the... Like that, those ones? Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. I love it. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. This is a whole no. This is a vibe again, guys. It's, it's mm-hmm. just this is a great. This is a great way to round out the our discussion. It was just so. It was so much fun, and I'm just so happy that there's a music video for it because it totally encapsulates the exact mood and feeling I was having with with this song. Um, I I I feel bad to borrow from the imagery of the music video but that's the thing that's in my mind right now it's just like mellow uh, but in a beautiful backdrop and it's just brightly colored and it's just um aesthetically pleasing it's just the, the, it's just so good and i i thought 
<laughs> when I heard the song, I was like, that's an Alan Mark song. What Absolutely. a beautiful bass line. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's just so, so beautiful. Um, I don't really, oh my God. I don't really have anything more to say about the song. Um, um, yeah. Honestly, all that, it's just. <gasps> Yeah, for me, all my notes are just like from the dome. All I all I wrote actually yeah, are. I don't have a lot of notes. It's pretty <laughs> and it's good vibes. So <laughs> I know I opened up my notebook and it just says, uh, "Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> just fill this in later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's so she, she, she's so good. It's yeah. Just, it's I I I appreciate us doing this because I get to. I, I don't have to do the uh, legwork of figuring out who I'm going to stand next. You guys just do it for me. Yeah, just dude. find all the good groups. Uh, I, I love Hoodie. If this opens up for y- to y'all to listen to more Hoodie, then that makes me happy. Um, yeah, she's really, like, especially this style of R&B where it's a bit more, like, brighter. No, she does ballads really well, too. Mm-hmm. I love it when she does, like, brighter, um, like, fun R&B songs. Like, Hong Gong is probably my favorite song of hers. Uh-huh. Um, that one's really good, but um, yeah. But for this song, especially the music video, it's very like cute and like yeah, pretty wholesome too. And like yeah. that's mm-hmm. like sort of my vibe. Uh, but also like heavy shout out to her pink basketball purse yeah. that she carries, <laughs> which is also very much yeah. my vibe. So. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was it. I was a big fan of the tulip sweater vest. Um, yeah, yes. model. Yeah, and that just, guy was also very handsome. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what. Oh wait, sorry, I forgot, guys. I wrote one note. Mm. Uh, I wrote, Alan Mark. How mm. was it shooting the music video? <laughs> <laughs> I know, just from the entirety of the three minutes thirty nine seconds is just my aesthetic for the most part. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so it makes sense because you were sitting in the chair. Um, uh, getting your uh, portrait pit taken in that beautiful green uh, po- uh, button-up shirt. I'm just saying, you're the guy. You're that beautiful guy. Oh, uh, thank in you. The music video. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but who's Geary Boy? Who's who's crushing on you? On, oh, on Geary Girl, that's crushing oh. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. I want to. I mean, I, I'm gonna have to take a bunch of like Zyrtec or Allegra, but. I want to just be in like those uh, the meadows, those flower meadows. Mm-hmm. Um, the music video was shot in a way that felt like um, a style of the yester- yesterdays, just because it was just so. It it wasn't uh, a lot of these you know still cam or these cameras put on um, just a like a still tripod or like a moving tripod. Like they were actually angled and flowing. They felt like they were flying. A lot, um, a lot of zoom, like yeah, zoom the ins, were cool. yeah. And it just it felt like a classic like R and B music video where it's it's just the artist it, like alone in a field and like them singing for some reason. And it just it was a style that I enjoyed because um, we we have a lot of like music videos that are very. Um, milieu based meaning they they have a lot of set pieces and like they just want to utilize those set pieces as much as possible but this one it just felt like even though there was like that cabin or the house like whatever it just felt like a giant playground that they could have done anything with and it was just it was it was a great location for the video um perfectly complimented it yeah Yeah. the video itself also is like square or it's almost square it's like 
Oh yeah, it's a little it's four small. three. Yeah, Possibly, I think yeah, yeah probably four three. Um, yeah. Can we can we do a quick shout out to Hoodie's uh, shiny green? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Outfit and That's her like look. silver gloves. Just just wanted a quick shout out to and that one too. I, I thought the lighting, especially mm-hmm. at night when she's wearing that dress, and like the lighting at night, it's it's kind of dreamlike. And, mm-hmm. uh, I I just really like the way those scenes looked, and then they were at that little body of water. It's a, such a nice video. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. Also, we didn't really mention in the song Guru Boy's uh, verse. I I I thought it suited it really well because it's a bit playful but super laid back. Also, mm-hmm. so it's very it fit this very bright uh, tone really well. Even though his voice sounds a little bit more like a little lazier style, but I don't know. It just felt very relaxed, and this yeah. song is very relaxing. So that's my dream if I become a rapper to have that kind of flow. Like the da 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 type of flow. Yeah. It just seems so easy. Why would anybody want to be like Twista? It just seems so exhausting to have to do that all the time. Anyway. That's a lot of K-pop rappers that do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who can rap the fastest? Yeah, seriously. All right, guys. Well, I think our meal is over, right? You guys uh, Are you guys stuffed? Are you guys full? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Ready bottle home. Yeah, take all these songs. I'm taking a lot of bound based on everyone's uh, <laughs> suggestions. Um, yeah. But uh, but I think it's uh, it's time for me to awkwardly shoo you guys out of my house. Um, <laughs> or you can stay until midnight, whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think we have to do any last calls. Um, we pretty much set our piece. So uh, I, all I'm just going to say is thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us for, for our potluck. Um, we really hope you enjoyed your time. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you next uh, week. Um, make sure to check out all our other podcasts um, on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us a good review. Leave us a comment. We would love to read all of that kind of stuff. And um, uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, or what did you know? It? Wow. I don't even know what phrase I was trying to say there. <laughs> Can you believe that we received an email at our, our, on our official email, howyoucaneat at gmail.com? We were so excited last week to get an actual yeah. email mm-hmm. from somebody who wanted to communicate with us. It was amazing. <laughs> it was such a great feeling. We hope we can keep that train rolling. So make sure to email us also. Um, whoops, I forgot to mention. I, this is what happens when I'm just going off the, like the, without a script off the top of the dome. Uh, let's do the social medias first, guys. So you can follow us at How You Can Eat on Twitter, Instagram, and we are also on TikTok. And like I was mentioning, you can email us howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Steven was able to read, uh, I think, our first or second email. So it, it was pretty exciting. So let's just keep those emails coming, guys. Please. Um, <laughs> other than that, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it has been... Uh, a wonderful time. So for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders today. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. Happy birthday, Boa! <laughs> 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 <laughs>